back to the Get Your Guy Fantasy Football Show. Yes, I got motivated, gents, whenever I heard a little bit of uh, Chris Broussard coming in on his with the odd couple, right? But uh, we got a few folks in the house. I'm taking over for producer Pat. Uh, he'll be uh, be back next week. But in the house, we have a guest host today. We got the Gross Brothers, Trey and Price. How you doing, gents? What it do? Yeah, hell yes. We all drafted our teams. You have your teams. Everybody loves their teams, I hope. But our guest host, we have uh, Mr. Allen. He's been in here before. Allen, did you have some drafts this past weekend? I did. I did. What up? What up? Yes. How do you feel about your teams right now? Uh, or how many teams do you have? I have three. I don't like any of them. Everybody knows you never go full time. <laughs> Were you drunk during the draft? No, no. It's just... Um, I always get torn and I get put on tilt, like in poker, you know, and you're just like, ah, who do I get? And, um, but like a lot of times it ends up working out, but, um, but yeah, I I like some of the players I have and some of them, it's kind of like at my position, I guess. And you're just like, let me just get the best available, even though, you know, like I do like to get my guy a lot of time this year. I felt like I, I didn't want to reach too much. It's got me in trouble in the past. Well, well, can you paint paint one picture for me? Because I'm trying to understand what is it you don't like. Did you draft a guy you don't like? I mean, I don't get it. Yeah, uh, McCaffrey. <laughs> wait, wait, you don't like CMC? <laughs> He's amazing. I used to have him when he was with Carolina. Uh, I, I, I just I have a feeling like, you know, he this offense is perfect for him. The line is great. Like everything's set up great for him. I just like I feel like he, they're just gonna like limit him because they want him healthy when it matters if you know what i mean but i, I don't that's a good I, point i don't that's know i don't know you know like i want someone i like getting guys who are like the whole team and their team like needs him every single week just to like win the game i feel like justin jefferson they, right they can like plug in someone else behind like because it's like a good system so whoever is his backup can come in and like and just kind of you know just be effective enough to where um, CMC can rest, you know, like, so that's, you would be, uh, you would be speaking of Elijah Mitchell and Jordan Mason, but yes, I think P man, we were talking about this before the show. I'll let you guys jump in Trey or P. Yeah. It's funny. You're bringing it up, Alan. I was just talking with the guys about uh, a dynasty trade. I pulled off, uh, I've had McCaffrey all four years of our dynasty league and the two years he was healthy won the title, the two years he got hurt. I, I didn't have a chance. And so right. to me, I loved last year when he was healthy and I won the title, but I did not forget the two years where I'm just sitting there with this all-star stud on my bench in the IR spot. So right. my, my, my motto was wait till he gets healthy, wait till he shows what he can do, and then trade him at his peak. I was fielding yeah. offers last year during the year. It didn't really work out. I ended up wanting to go for it, ended up getting it all. Now this offseason, I, I had a mentality, wait until the redraft season, wait till he's a top five pick and redraft and trade him away. So yeah. I put him on the trade block. I got my guy. I was just talking about him last week on the pod. I'm really excited. I got Chris Olave. Uh, uh, it's, yeah. it's Dynasty, so I had to get uh, – I gave up another Saints receiver, all-time great. We used to be Michael Thomas, but it's yeah. funny. Used to be the 101 and the 101. Michael Thomas and Christian McCaffrey gave them both up for Olave, and uh, I love it, man. I just think that uh, with the concerns like you were talking about, Elijah Mitchell and the injury concerns that have uh, bit, me, bit me in the ass in the past – 
I decided right. to get younger and I decided to balance my team because I've still got uh, Jacobs, Stevenson, and Walker at the running back position. Can you fucking believe it? Nice. Yeah, I, he said it right. Uh, they're going to save him. When uh, Elijah Mitchell was healthy last last year when he did play, both of them played together, yep. his touches went from 23 a game to 18. So yep. it's, a, it's, a, it's a real deal. And now this Jordan Mason guy's legit. Uh, he actually could become running back two if he, if he peaks out because he's that good. Um, and their their line is, is be... that good. Their line yeah. is that good where it's like as long as you can – you have some type of talent with, and tote it, like you, you'll be effective, you know. Like look at all those guys that Miami took, <laughs> you know. They came well, from that. Well, and, it, and it's not just the line. It's the fact that George Kittle, one, is one of the best blockers, and then two, they actually utilize a fullback, one of the best right. ever, right, with yeah, use check, sure, right. So sure. they get all these extra blockers too. You know, like – they have those like one cut type lanes, you know, like back to the running like Broncos with with Mike Shanahan. Like they have that same type of same That's type right. of running running schemes and blocking schemes, you know. That's right. They make, they, make these lanes, and if you can get a guy that can just one two cuts and hit it, like they're gonna they're gonna be effective. So, so that that's, well, Jets, that's the same thing that bothered me a little bit, but it's okay. I hope he could he could have a really good season again, and even if he like scores a, a hundred and a touchdown and some catches. And even with like 18 touches, he could still do it. You know, he could still put up some good numbers, even with limited touches. So. Yeah, I hope he I was... wins a championship for you, Alan. I hope <laughs> <laughs> if I was picking around there, which I wasn't, um, I was always leaning towards the receiver if I could. Uh, I, I just there's too many good running backs between round three and seven, so I just I never went heavy at running back. That was the position I kind of just said, all right, I'll deal with it between round three and seven, and you know just just go from there i just passed on all the big names yeah it was so much safer with, with receiver as my biggest yeah that, that's why i'm torn because normally like i always get chase or jefferson every every my first pick all the time and this time i'm just like oh, i feel God. you man hey gents let's uh i'm gonna let me go over a few of the segments we'll be covering today we're going into week one football is finally back Right when everybody's listening, finally, when this uh, episode is available on Thursday, there will be football on Thursday night. Uh, so let's go over in the first segment. We'll cover some of the starters of the week, uh, maybe some inserts for the week. Then we'll go over some games of the week that we like and uh, do some halftime hits. Finish up with some DFS uh, in the second part of the show. So let's get going. Kirk Cousins back to throw on fourth and 18. He's given time. He wants Jefferson. Climbs the ladder. Oh my goodness. Justin Jefferson put it in. The catch of his life. They need the 23 for a first down. Herbert with time. Now running out of time. Throws on the run. Down the sideline. Caught in the end zone. Keenan Allen for the touchdown. Here's Allen. Trying to go deep to Davis. He pulled it in. Incredible catch. Oh, incredible is right. This is a, what is going on today. There's so much randomness. That's crazy. Two timeouts. He'll get the ball to start the second half. This is a huge drive for Justin Fields. Taking a shot for Darnell Mooney. What a catch. Absolutely incredible from Darnell Mooney. A one-handed 39-yard grab. All right, gents, starters of the week. Uh, we're just going to kind of go over maybe one that you really feel like, you you know, you can start with confidence this week uh, and or maybe uh, somebody that you can insert at least just for this week. So... 
let me first toss it over to Price and uh, give me some of your guys. Uh, just two max, please. Two players max, gentlemen. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to do the uh, start with confidence. I'd say this guy gets an upgrade due to his matchup. Uh, I'm going to talk later on about this team he's playing, but uh, it's the Washington Commanders' Brian Robinson. Uh, loving his matchup against the Cardinals. They are huge favorites, and uh, just all the vibes out of Arizona, cutting their Colt McCoy, supposed to be the starter. Now all of a sudden they bring in a guy who's been there for a week, and they're naming him the starter, uh, trading away former first-round picks for seventh-rounders, just everything out of Arizona seems like they're not into the season, not trying to win games. And uh, He's heating up! I know that the players are definitely going to try and win the game, of course, but the, the way the, the – uh, the front office put the team together is just sending me signals of uh, I'm going to attack Arizona and I want Brian Robinson in my lineup. I, I would just like to give the uh, everybody just some context as to what you're just saying, what the Arizona Cardinals just did. Like they just went through all of training camp, all of preseason, and after the preseason games were done, they said – None of our quarterbacks are good enough. Let's just trade for a guy and start him, even though he didn't even fucking practice with us. Yes. Like that's that's where we're at right now. Like not even Gene Hackman did that in the replacements. He just yeah. ran with Keanu. You know, he's like, fuck it. He didn't just replace him. Like, come on, this is where the Cardinals are, an NFL team. So yes, keep yeah. going, PM. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, they they they're embracing the tank for sure. You know, whatever the uh, the tank for Caleb saying, they're gonna I'm sure they're gonna figure it out soon, but. Uh, it looks like to me that they're going to tell Kyler to hold off, but I don't care about later in the season. We're talking about this week. Brian Robinson, I like Gibson as well. Shit, start all your commanders, man. This is a great matchup. And then uh, my other one, we've got a, an insert column, insert in case of injury. And the one I like is Marvin Mims. Uh, very interesting rookie. I've talked about him on the pod already. Uh, very fast, 4-3-40, but also he can work work his way into the slot. Good, good break. Uh, speed score, sorry, first score, all the scores. Very, very fast little kid. Off um, the charts. Exactly. Oh, but no, with, uh, if, if Judy's out against the, the favorable matchup versus the Raiders, I think uh, Sean Payton could try and emphasize this rookie early. Okay. I like those. Uh, I don't have uh, too much of an argument with those, right? We're going into week one, so there's still a lot of unknown with these defenses. But, Trey, what do you got? I'm going with my big boy, the uh, – Kelsey Light, as I call him, Darren Waller, tight end one this week against the Cowboys. There's no Kelsey playing this week, so this is, uh, in my opinion, he's going to hit the one status. Tight end. Uh, Baltimore's not going to need Mark Andrews as much as they think against my Texans. They're going to be playing from ahead. But I think this Cowboy game, um, the Giants game, they're going to go at it. And Waller, you want to play him and start him and get him in your DFS lineups, get him in every single lineup before he gets hurt because he's going to get Kelsey type of volume. He's basically uh, a receiver. He's a cheat code. And second year uh, for Daniel Jones in the system, I think he's going to take off. Uh, he barely got over, you know, I think it was 3,400 passing yards. And it was only, I believe, what, 15 touchdowns last year. Uh, I think his numbers are going to skyrocket through the air, and it's a lot because of Waller. Um, so i say start him before he gets hurt, because that eventually will happen with him. Domino, uh, then my little insert for one week would be Higby. Cups out. We all know when Cups out, who does he do? What does he do? Stafford, he leans on Higby. He's done it time and time again. 10 to 12 targets, just like Waller. And uh, when my tight ends are getting that kind of volume, um, it's plug and play. 
Yeah, Cooper Cup has been ruled out uh, for this weekend. So, yes, beware if you have him. Uh, uh, P, all those sound good to you, Alan? I any rebuttal? No, yeah, th th those sound good. I, you know, Waller against my tough Cowboys defense is a little <laughs> tough for me to, to say. But because, you know, I think Javon Curse is an underrated safety who – who does very well against cover, covers, uh, covering tight ends and running backs out of the backfield, but um, but you know Waller is a different kind of animal. So and he's new to the system, and Daniel Jones doesn't really like throwing it too deep. So yeah, uh, I can see him, you know, just targeting him like crazy, and so that that's all you need is, is chances, you know. Well, especially with the cornerbacks that uh, the Cowboys have over there right. now, too. Yeah. You know, they're not so it's going to be going on the edges. Yeah, they're going to be keeping it up the middle. Well, Alan, uh, who, who who is your who's your start here? Who you got? My mine is uh, Trevor Lawrence versus uh, Indi Indianapolis. Oh, it's good. The second year under Doug Peterson. Last year, you saw towards the back end of you know they even won a playoff game. Like they looked really, he looked really, really good, and he's like I heard Jaws podcast last week i talked about him um i, I kind of agree with everything you guys said like he and this this year like this first week i think they're just gonna hit the ground running and he's just gonna look i think he's gonna look really good and i just think he, they're gonna score points they're in the dome and i i just think he'll do very well i mean he, he may even have a rushing touchdown yeah he's been very popular with the gyg crew that's for sure yeah yes. and then <laughs> and then uh, I think you can insert any healthy Kansas City Chief wide receiver if if um, Kelsey's going to be out. Um, MBS. Yeah, I, I, I maybe Sky Moore. Um, <laughs> MBS, I, I, MBS might be the last. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> MBS starting though. He's a dart throw yeah. for sure. Kadarius Tony maybe if he's. Those I don't know how three. healthy he is. Yeah, but. Um, Maybe even uh, Pacheco, uh, just just because they might have to ground it a little bit more. But uh, I know Detroit Lions last year they struggled against the pass. They did pick up some defensive backs to try to help with that. But um, this is Mahomes. Yeah, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna spread yeah. it around. He's gonna spread it around, and uh, there, there may be a few points scored in this game. So yeah. All right. Yeah. Highest, no, I, yeah. That's the highest ahead, over under. Sorry, I was just—I was gonna say that's the highest over/under. What is it anyway, week. Trey? Uh, that one is fifty. Uh, that's fifty-two and a half. Kansas City favored. Yeah, Kansas City. It was uh, six and a half, and now it's four and a half. Ah, Kelsey, eh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. That's, you know, I agree with all those. I want to add to Trey's uh, Higby. I definitely like uh, inserting Puka for week one as a nice there little sneaky surprise. Though so He's a nice big target. He's fast. Uh, so, yeah. And he's had a good chemistry with Stafford, too. They've been working. So, Puka, Puka, Puka. All right. Let's go to these games of the week, gents.
right, gents, let me start this one because Alan kind of touched on it with his last guy, Mr. Trevor Lawrence. I'm really intrigued by this Jaguars-Colts game because, again, GYG has been hyping up this Jaguars offense, looking for Trevor Lawrence to make a step up, looking for Calvin Ridley. I want to see Calvin Ridley. I want to know, like, is he what everybody's saying? Is it... Are we still waiting for it? Still early in the season? I want to see Richardson, you know, the rookie quarterback. Uh, I, I have him in one of my leagues, you know, right? So I want to see, you know, can he be uh, what what I think he could be in fantasy? Or is it going to take a few weeks? Uh, and the fact that there's no Jonathan Taylor, how does that affect the Colts offense? So, so this entire game to me is uh, really kind of one that I'll be trying to pay attention to. Uh, how do you guys feel about this game? I agree, Jay. I'm looking for Evan Hall, Dion Jackson, who's the mm-hmm. running back with Zach oh, yeah. Moss out, so I can stream him. I'm not a big Zach Moss believer, so uh, you know uh, I saw Dion Jackson take the mantle last year. This Evan Hall guy runs a four four four. He's got some hands, so he could be a third down kind of tricky back, but he does have some toughness to run up the middle. Uh, I'm intrigued by that whole uh, running. Will back you situation. be surprised if the Colts win? Uh Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. With the rookie yeah. quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How, how it's, it's, they're at home. I mean, yeah. you know, they can they can pull it off with this, some defensive, you know, stuff and and at home. But I, I'd be I'd, I'd be pretty much surprised. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm ex- I'm expecting a big Jags win. Uh, one player I'm looking out for is their rookie running back. They drafted uh, Tank Bixby oh, to play nice. behind uh, Travis Etienne, nice. and if. Yeah. If they get up early, if they say, you know, two, three scores up in the second half, I could see Bigsby maybe coming in and showing what he can do. Yeah. It's a five-point spread. I was going to say ETN, too. ETN could have a big game against these guys. And, you oh, know, yeah. the, thing, the thing about Ridley is I've been hearing other NFL players, like, wanting to see him. They, they've been saying, like, he's been looking crazy in camp. Yeah, yeah. And, like – and these are coming from like DBs are just like, and he, he wants his name back and, and it's not even a, he wants respect and his name back. And some athletes, when they have that type of talent plus the drive, it's going to be the motivation. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be, it, it's going to be interesting to see. It may not happen week one but it, or it might. And so it just, that's, that's why it's an intriguing game to watch for me. Too. Well, he's one of receiver. my biggest, He's one of my biggest DFS plays. He's only 62, 6,300. You get on him now before he gets up to the 8,000 right. range, you know. But, like, he's going to take off, man. His footage from practice, uh, preseason, you know, no one gets, can stay with him. Yeah, he no gets in and out of the breaks like crazy. Like, yep. you know, he's from the SEC. He's from Alabama. He played against all the tough DBs in practice, you know, like – uh, I don't know, man. He's, he's, well, I, well, if the recipe is there, we you just you know he's, sometimes you just you just don't know until you see it. But yeah, when looks- last last year Christian Kirk had to go against the number one, so now he gets to go against number yes. two now all season. I mean, so does that make it even easier for him now? For sure, it makes even it easier easy. for Lawrence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> And then the other receiver, though, too, is I'm intrigued by is does Pittman try to prove himself? You know, Pittman's pretty good, you know, but nobody yeah. talks about him in that top five, top six receiver range. So, like, does he make a jump, you know? He, he, and he'll get the targets. I feel like Richardson just like, st- like stares him. He might need to, like, not stare him down so much. But- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. He liked him a lot in preseason when I was watching. I was like, all right, right. bro. Yeah, it's like, sure. okay. Yeah, no tight end. Uh, Jelani Woods got hurt. Um, yeah, they need they need some help besides Pittman. All right, Alan, talk talk to us about this game you're looking forward to this week, and you're coming at us from uh, the New England area, aren't you? I am. Yeah. Uh, so I'm 
I'm really high on this Bills versus Jets. It's a early divisional matchup, an important game already week one, and it's Aaron Rodgers' debut. And, you know, the Jets defense looking crazy, especially on hard knocks and in the preseason. And you don't want no part of this shit. Um, the Bills offense, it's like I feel like they're a little pissed, but I, I – I don't know if like I feel like they if they have a couple of stalled drives or like if if Allen and um, Diggs Diggs don't connect <laughs> like right away. No, Dewey, you don't want this. Get out of here. Or like you know, kind of leave off. Like it, it could get very like frustrating there. And so um, the and also like the if the Jets lose, it could be like oh like you, you know I'm just I'm just interested to see. Right, like what's the narrative at the yeah. end of that game, right? Yeah. You know, what do they say hey, about either James, team? James Cook as well. I want to see what he can do with the whole load. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't – you think they're going to give him the whole load? I, if, if they do, great. I have him. Uh, that would be great if they do, but I, I, I don't – I don't know. I, Maybe 15 to 18 touches, something like that. You know, 15 I'll, to 20 touches. That. Yeah, I'll yeah, take that. Like, like between five, catches and carries, you know. I, I, mean, want, he, I want five he shows to seven. For, He's got like the tools, you know. He's got all the everything you want out of an explosive back, and we'll, we'll just see. I, you know, like I think his rookie year, he got hit a couple of times, fumbled, you know, and they're like, ah, oh, we can't oh, really yeah. trust this guy. And but I think he's kind of figured it out a little bit, you know, after a full season. Because I think towards the end of the year, he started showing a little bit better. And so with the off season and gaining some, putting some muscle and going through, you know, another training camp and and preseason i think i think he has a chance to you know he, he's getting drafted really low so yeah um, i think he's a good Gabe davis too to Gabe davis finally healthy uh rugel knows all about him getting hurt week one last year you never really got to see, yeah. see the true Gabe davis till the playoffs and he had a 150 and two touchdowns in one game yeah, so like crazy. uh i want to see what this Gabe davis can do taking off i heard he's uh trying to do a lot more underneath stuff and not just be the trick one trick pony down deep uh, and he's work, working on the underneath um, routes and uh, trying to get his trust over the middle more. Man, you guys are getting me excited here talking about all the characters for our favorite television show here, though, mm-hmm. now. Because who's going to show up and who doesn't show up? So, P-Man, talk about this game that you're looking forward to. Oh, yeah, my game of the week, man. It's a very, very interesting game, I feel like. we got a... Your team, those San Francisco 49ers, coming east to take on the preseason darlings, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. We got a, a tough, tough first test for the Steelers and uh, Kitty Pickett, man. This 49ers team is real, expected to be uh, one of the top two teams in the NFC. So we got Purdy returning from injury. Very uh, interesting matchup for him. Pittsburgh GD is no joke either. So I feel like it's a very, uh, very interesting test for. Both teams, both offenses against tough defenses, but I think we could, we could see some points early in the season. This Pittsburgh offense looked real good in the preseason, and I think uh, they should be able to move the ball. Uh, we always know that Shanahan's going to have uh, his team ready to go. I'm just interested to see how the 49ers react to losing uh, Trey's new head coach, uh, old D'Amico Ryan. So right, they got right. Steve Wilkes coming in to take over the D, but I just don't know if they're going to – D'Amico was a really, really, really good defensive coach. So yes. I know they still have the studs there, but I wonder if the coach is going to uh, pick up the reins and have the have the team ready to go. But I don't know. I'm, I'm a, it's a, you know, just studs all over the field. I've got Najee in a league. I've got Warren on my bench. I've got Pickett in Dynasty. 
Uh, I've got Ayuk in a league, you know, everybody loves him. Some Debo, CMC is a top five pick. So I think this one's going to be on one of the big screens in the war room. Yeah, no, you're right, man. Very exciting game. Tough matchup for both teams, as you say. And, and I could see one half being just a defensive matchup and the, uh, diff- the other half being just offensive, just points going up. But, Trey, what do you think about this one? Yeah, uh, Steelers getting some respect. Only one-and-a-half-point fa- uh, dog. Only one-and-a-half-point dog. That's, uh, you know, that, that's for picking. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know they're at home, but still, like, I thought San Fran would have a bigger, bigger spread here, uh, negative, you know, minus four or something like that. So, um, you know, Pickett, uh, they basically scored every time in preseason. Uh, he was in, he was in, he had a possession and drive. So every drive he took in preseason, he scored. So a, a touchdown, not a field goal. Yeah, a touchdown. So I mean, perfect pass reading. Jay. Yeah, like this dude, uh, it, it can happen. Big second year jump. He got thrown in the middle of the year. He didn't get to start last year. So let, let's see. This guy's got a lot of more experience. He played a lot in college. Um, I liked how he looked. His numbers were p- pathetic. But watching him last year, he passed the eye, eye test for me. I was trying to trade for him in the offseason where I could. And, um, yeah, I think Pickett's highly underrated. Well, his season. entire yeah. offensive skill uh, skill room has grown an extra year within you know the room of the Steelers' offense. So you know Jalen Warren clearly better upgrade this year. The running backs are better, right? And even the three and the four wide receiver for the Steelers being Calvin Shit. Austin and even the uh, tight end, you know Allen Robinson, you know right. And then you got your yeah. tight end, so they're pretty. They got good depth. Yeah, the offense is much better. Yeah. One of the yeah. things that I really liked was uh, they made him captain and. Uh, you know, everybody made fun of him being too old coming in last year. But on the bright side of that, that means he's 25 years old in his second year, ready to be a leader in that locker room. You know, there's guys like uh, George Pickens, uh, Fryermuth, Najee. They're all around the same age. And so if Pickett can come in and really be that leader, you know, second year already captain, that's very encouraging. They spent capital on O-line. Let's see if it pays off. It looked like it has in the preseason, but that's the big thing that hurt him last year. Or, yeah, last year. Yeah, I, I, I think this game is going to be a battle of the trenches, um, offensive line versus defensive lines. And I feel like the 49ers have the edge. I mean, they have the oh, edge yeah. against a lot of almost everyone, <laughs> you know, when trenches, it comes to yeah. that. But um, yeah. I, I want to see Pickett, and, and I think I think Pickens is going to have a good year this year. I think he's he's got the talent. I, I, I worry about Washington taking um, – Taking a lot of targets, but I feel like they have this connection, you know, like pick it to pick. Who, who, who's that? Deontay Johnson? Taking yeah, targets sorry. away from. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. No, Washington's yeah, no, the tight end they drafted, which is supposed to be a kind of a you know receiver type tight end, uh, the backup tight end. But Fryermuth, um, with Pickett last year down the stretch, she was getting seven, eight targets a game. Uh, mm-hmm. He he really he was the second leading uh, targets behind uh, Deontay Johnson. And these are the um, yes. two highest paid defensive ends too, right? TJ Watt and Bosa now, right? So. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That boy yep. just got paid. Yeah. It's about to get ugly for both quarterbacks. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch out for those screen plays, right? So here they come. <laughs> All right, Trey, what's your game? I'll be quick. Mine's the Chargers and Miami. I just these two teams are just sexy for fantasy. Uh, you know, two to three receivers on each side you could play. Um you know, multiple running backs if you want. I know. I mean, I'm. It's just. It's a nice game. It's got the second highest over, over under behind Kansas City Detroit, which is a Thursday night. So on DFS, this is probably going to be the the game I target the most. Um, and receivers like 
Um, Mike Williams. Give us the, yeah, give hurt. us the pecking order for both teams he, he, on the receiver. Yeah, uh, I think Allen's going to you know lead in targets. So it's just if Mike Williams catches a big bomb or not, it's the only thing that's going to trump him. But to be safe, yeah. you want to go Allen and then Mike Williams and then the rookie Quint, uh, Johnson, Johnston. But yeah. um, I think Eckler's not going to be as targeted as much um, as he has in the past with this new offense that likes to play deeper downfield. Um, Kellen Moore's coming in. It's going to be downfield targets. He's going from the 45th ranked, basically, A dot, which is six and a half yards to now probably 8.8. So we're talking a big 30% jump in target distance, which is crazy. So he's going from one of the lowest to the highest. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Let's see what happens. I'm, I'm also seeing what Tua, you know, Tua supposedly did jujitsu all in the off season. Can he take a hit? Can he keep his head off the ground? Does he know how to fall correctly? And uh, supposedly he looks sharper, stronger. He lost some weight, but he got, he got muscle more defined. I want to see how he looked. Um, Pairing up that concussion. <laughs> yeah. I, it sounds like such an insult to say, does he not know how to fall correctly? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think he had the core strength to be able to hold his damn neck up, man. I mean, he was kind of a chubby little dude, in my opinion, kind of doughy. Or you think you're better than me? Uh, and I think he uh, did a lot of training offseason to, to get just more, basically, core strength, and jujitsu will do that. All right, no, no, I, I agree. Anybody have players in this game they're they're looking forward to? Oh, all over it, man. I've I ended up getting Waddle in two leagues, and I ended up I've, uh, I've got Williams in dynasty. I've got the rookie Johnston. I've uh, drafted him in the dynasty as well. So, very exciting game. Uh, I'm really interested, as Trey said, with the uh, new coordinator. I've been hearing interesting things about Williams in the slot, trying to get him some underneath Ooh. stuff. They've been talking about Allen being used all over the field, outside, and going deep like he used to in his uh, first couple years. So uh, It sounds strange, but to me, I like the idea of a versatility, positionless kind of football. Anybody can play anywhere, and that's going to keep the defense on its toes. Alright, let's do some halftime hits. I've been thugging all my life, that's just how I play Still posted in the A when niggas feel me. Still gotta see the gunners when Premier League. Still gotta keep a gun, it's always near me. And I'm down to hit them up. One more time. Hit my line, you know the hair was great. Oh yeah, alright, don't do romancing. One more time, you gotta run the face. Oh yeah, alright. One more time. All right, this segment is called One More Time. We're looking to see, are these guys going to come back and give us a good season here this year, gents, or are they just done for? We haven't really seen them do it in, in, in a little bit. So let's start with our first player. Let me toss it over to Alan first, our guest host here. Uh, first player I want to start with is Raheem Mostert. He was so hardcore a few years ago. He wanted a contract. My man Trey was saying, pay that man. That man deserves every bit of money. But it's been quite some time since we've seen him healthy enough to even give us some production. So do you think we can see it one more time this year, Alan? Uh, I don't see it. But how? Like, Is it because of injury or he just doesn't have yeah. the skill anymore? I think it's injury and, I, you know, I feel like, so it's weird when running backs get paid. It's like, uh, all right, I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> I made it. Yep. I got I got what I wanted. Now I could just chill. Trey, are, you, you think we could see him one more time this season? 
this one's so tricky because it's barring injury. Uh, injury is so unpredictable, you know. Let's like, assume he's healthy. If he's healthy, I'm all in. Uh, he's sneaky. Uh, I'm not a big believer in A-Chain this year. I think he's a little too light. He's got to build it up. He's not physical enough quite yet. Uh, Jeff Wilson, I don't. this dude, um, who knows? Um, it's got, it just kind of came out of nowhere. I'm like, what? Uh, multiple he's injuries? Done. For a few weeks, though. He'll be back week five. Yeah. Uh, but if Mostert's healthy, man, he's always looked the part. And in this offense, anything can happen. I mean, it's one cut and go. He's, they, they say he's still the fastest deal on the team over Tyreek Hill, which is crazy. Um, he was an ex-track star. Um, but yeah, injury, you're fucked. So I drafted him late in a couple leagues. And I like uh, my sneaky backup for this guy would be Ahmed. Uh, I've seen him in the preseason. He's got an extra level of burst this year. Um, they do like uh, Gaskins. Yeah, he's uh, he's sneaky for me. I've I've uh, tinkered with him in Dynasty the last couple of weeks. Uh, I'm a believer in him, and if Mostert goes down, I believe he's the guy that's going to benefit. But that's uh, total uh, my opinion only. <laughs> all right, all right, P man, uh, you concur with what the gents say? Man, I didn't get Mr. Mostert anywhere in my drafts, but. I feel like he's like he's that found money, you know. He's that bet you didn't expect to win. Uh, you just kind of ride it as long as it as it works out. You just kind of you know. I just there's nobody else there. Like Trey said, you know, you got Wilson out, you got A Chain out. I feel like this is a team that's primed to sign one of the uh, the the street running backs, Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette. Um, yep, yep, yep. This, there's some buzz about a young guy, Chris Brooks. Uh, I'd rather see it before I invested anything into that, but. This team's and they're, really interesting. They're they, uh, trying to get Jonathan Taylor too, right? That's yeah. the other thing. Yeah, yeah, we could see that at any point. So they run the ball, I believe, the least amount of any team in the NFL last year, but they were also the most efficient when running it. So a very strange uh, dynamic here. Uh, Mostert, that kind of embodies his career. When he does, when he's on the field, he's very, very efficient. I'm looking at his career. Seven five seven five a carry like it's he's just always killing it when he's out there. But man, sixteen games last year, you just can't really bet that that's going to happen again. Well, Pete, uh, take us into our next player here, Mister Cam Akers. He was kind of a stud. He was up and coming. He was top running back in early drafts a couple of years ago. And like, are we going to see him do it this year, Cam Akers? Man, I hope so. I, I got this guy kind of cheap. I waited on my RB2 spot in our auction, got him for 11 bucks. I'm hoping that I see the guy, at least a, a some portion of the guy that was around the last six, seven weeks of the season where he was, I think, RB4, uh, week 13 to 18, uh, 100, 100 yards a game each of the last three weeks, including a very famous three-touchdown game home against Denver on, right around Christmas. I remember watching that during our, uh, our Christmas celebrations and uh, Angela, my, my fiance is just loving every second of it while she's got a guy going against Trey and Trey's just can't believe of all the people that's going to knock him out of the playoffs, fucking Cam Akers. But I'm hoping we get a version of that. I'm hoping it's going to be a, uh, an exciting year for Cam Akers. I figure what else do they have? You know, the, the stable's quite empty behind them. We'll see if Zach Evans or Kyron Williams has anything to offer, but I think if Cam Akers can stay healthy, uh, this is year two removed from the Achilles, fully should be fully good to go. I'm, uh, I'm in on Cam Akers this year. Alan, are you a believer? I, I'm a believer. Uh, so I'm not really sure on this. Maybe y'all can help me. But 
is it like a contract year? Is he trying to play for some money? Is it like his last year? For, is he like up for an extension or something? I feel like that's a whole weird thing, right? He was about to be traded last year right. and then not. And then Trey, what do you know? Yeah, no, every year's a contract year for running back, in my opinion. Right. <laughs> you want to yeah. so hit and get paid. Like, right. if you can get a top five, top ten year out of nowhere, like. Hold uh, out. Hold yeah. out next year until you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to- man. If that, yeah. that, then maybe someone else will come for you because that's yeah. the only way you can get any kind of love is yeah. by having a really good year. Um, and like Jacobs, Jacobs was kind of underachieving. And yeah. then just boom, one big year, got paid, you know. And they gave him more than regular franchise, if I'm not mistaken. It went up to like 11.5, right, Rugal? So yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a little over. Yeah. yeah. And this, that, this yeah. is Cam Akers' fourth year and on his rookie deal. I believe he's a second-round pick. So this is his final this year. This is it. Yeah. So that, yeah. that, that's – I think this is – I think he's going to do it. I, you know, usually they'll I – th- I think he'll do it. I think he's When your back's up against the wall, right? Yeah. And then, like like Alan said, he's gonna get paid, and he's gonna suck. <laughs> you know, they, they stop taking the HGH, they stop putting the needles in, and they just coast and put their feet up. <laughs> so take Cam this year, not next year. Exactly. All right, let's get out of here and go to it. Let's finish up this show with some DFS and some surprise, surprise. Warning. Threat level Self-destruct sequence will initiate in 60 seconds. All personnel, please exit immediately. All right, gents, uh, let's do this DFS. Trey, uh, our our money man. Uh, Last year, I remember you mentioning uh, those first four weeks of DFS. So crazy, Cray. Maybe you ought to wait till week five. But Uh, we're going to touch on them anyway for all the uh, folks who are going to get down and dirty anyway. So why don't you start us off? What do you got? Yeah, just dip your toes in this week. Don't don't jump all in like I did and take off all the clothes and just go deep into diving. You will all refer to me by the name... Betty. <laughs> God damn, anything can happen. Y'all know this random week one shit. It's like it's just third receivers going off, second tight ends going off. Anyways, my stuff is uh, I'm trying to find value here, right? And I try to find value in the quarterback usually. That's where I try to not pay up. And I'm going with Daniel Jones, 5,800. You know, the bottom tier, bottom tier is five grand. So you're only having to pay like 800 up. Uh, you got, you get, you know, he could get you in that 30, 40 point range, which a lot of other quarterbacks can't do. He gets one or two on the ground. He gets, you know, a couple touchdowns in the air. And this dude's got a floor of 20. So he gets you those boom games, and that's what I'm looking for. I play a lot of tournaments. And then I'm going with Waller because he's only 5,100. He's healthy, like I said, playing while he's healthy before he starts getting beat up. But all the preseason tape, all the practice tape, it all looks great. He looks better than any receiver. He just moves different. Uh, and Daniel Jones just stares at him the whole time. So he's 5,100. So you get the stack in right around 11 grand. And the Mahomes and Kelsey stack is over 15 grand. So quite a bit of savings here. And I think it can uh, compete with the Mahomes and Kelsey stack if Kelsey was playing this week, but he's not. Man, what's that Mahomes Noah Gray stack? Go Gray's uh, bottom uh, bare minimum, 2,800. (laughs) But he gets you two points, four points, you know, 12 points max, maybe. I don't know. I kind of like that Noah Gray if he plays. But yeah, uh, yeah. let me toss it over to P-Man. What are you working with over there? You like what Trey's putting out there? Oh, I love the idea, man. I definitely want some value at this uh, QB stack so I can really, you know, go all out for the, the top options at a uh, receiver. 
Uh, one one guy I'm looking at is even cheaper than old Daniel. It's uh, Jordan Love, you know, brand new starter, but I feel like he's getting a rookie treatment. He's being uh, priced uh, lower than all the rookies. Uh, right. The now, I, like, I like where your head's at. Yeah, yeah, like uh, fucking Bryce, you know, like uh, love my man Stroud, but, dude, they're at Baltimore. Like, how is he priced higher than yeah. Love, who's playing against Chicago, who, check this, dead last in points allowed last year, 27.2. Yeah. Like, this is the best matchup. How the hell is this so cheap? Uh, well, bad news about my stack is Christian Watson was my cheap stack to go with, only 6,000, so about like Trey had 11,000 altogether. Yeah. Came out with a hamstring injury today. Not great, but... Oh, um, no. Yeah, exactly. Uh, him and Dobbs both both mispracticed today with hamstring injuries. So I'm hoping I've got him in the league as well. I'm hoping that he's going to uh, be okay. But uh, if he doesn't play, then I like the rookie. I like Reed, uh, three thousand dollars, like Trey. Lennon, yeah. Bottom Ooh. barrel. So you can get Reed in there and then really go hard with you know the McCaffreys and the Jeffersons and the Chases well, of the world. I like that so, a lot. Hell yeah, loving Reed. I like that. You're excited. Feel these nipples. Yeah. So you can so, spend uh, thousand on your stack and then get every everybody else in there. The Bears uh, aren't going to be the worst this year. They uh, they they brought in. They spent the most money on defense and draft capital. So they they're they're highly highly. Uh, uh, much more talented on defense. Let's see if it's going to come true. But for, for Love being five grand, that's just criminal. Uh, this yeah. dude can actually move on the ground and run. Yeah. So he's a dual yeah. threat. He gets yeah. you one on the ground and it's all over. So I like this call. Uh, he'd probably be my second owned. Uh, I'm mad I didn't get any Love shares in any of my leagues because I really wanted yeah, to get sneaky him. Sneaky high sure. ceiling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alan, what you working with over there? I like uh, Sam Howell and Johan Dotson connection. Um, Sam yeah, Howell, pretty, and they're going against. And they're at home against the tanking Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Howells look pretty like it's not not a hundred percent consistent, but I, I like what I see when he's doing well. And like there, I've seen a couple of drives where they where he puts it together, even like some tough third down throws. Um, I think McLaren's like a little banged up. I don't. I think he's questionable. A little, one. yeah. And so, because I had McLaren in there in, in the beginning, but I think um, maybe Dotson might be a better value, and he's probably like a lot more healthier and the upside maybe. And um, cheaper. And cheaper. Yeah, I like Dotson better than McLaurin. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I, you know, they, I feel like the Washington's going to win this game, and I feel like these two guys are going to be in, in Robinson as well, but. Under ten grand total for the stack. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. I like it. Call. I like Dotson in the uh, the red zone, man. He didn't get to get a ton of work last year, but when he did make his name, it was it was in the red zone. So I was able to get him in the league uh, on Monday. Very excited about it. Yeah, I'm gonna be playing uh, both of them, especially uh, Sam Howell. I'd like him. He moves. On. I like guys who can give me a little bit on the ground. So he's. Uh, yeah. Yep. He's got a chance to get 40 on the ground with yeah, maybe moves, a touchdown. He moves, the, he moves the chains, you know. Like He'll tuck it He's in. He's a run. power runner like Tebow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a great warm-up game for him, you know. Like It's going to be just like playing a preseason game again because that's uh, basically <laughs> the, the talent exactly. that the Cardinals are going to have on the field. <laughs> yeah. All right. That, that does it for our DFS for this week at least. And remember, buyer beware out there in week one because you, you don't know like which – these uh, the defenses and the offenses. It's all coming down to coaching, right? Who who's got their team prepared for week one? And who doesn't? We'll see.
Knock, knock. Who's there? Surprise. Surprise who? Surprise, mother... Whoa, 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 whoa. C'est la vie, c'est the old folks. The culture show you never can tell. All right, let's go into our last segment. Surprise, surprise. Uh, after these cuts, we're all going into week one now, gents. Trey, tell me, what's uh, what's been a big surprise for you here lately? Well, for me, for me, um, I want to see what's going on with these Chargers and Baltimore offenses. Uh, both got new offensive coordinators, and they're both changing, hopefully for the good. Um, Chargers... Like I said earlier, they did not throw down the field much at all. They weren't very aggressive, um, and they're getting one of the more creative play callers, like Price said. They're going to be playing positionless. They're going to be flip-flopping all over the place. So hopefully uh, keeping their their defensive opponent, um, you know, off their, off their A game, just keeping them all, you know, they'll never know what's coming from any angle. And I like the mismatch because Allen's totally different than Mike Williams. And then you get the Yak King with the young rookie in Johnston. So – they all three bring something new to the, you know, new to the table, and uh, I want to see what Baltimore does. Supposedly they're going they're going to play with the super up tempo pace. They're going to throw way more than they ever had. I want to see if Lamar can handle it. Uh, I want to see these new weapons, Zay, healthy Mark Andrews, and uh, you know Beckham. Let's see what they can do. I'm excited. All right, all right, Allen. What's your big surprise going into Week One here? Uh, the Travis Kelsey injury. Um, I know a lot of people. Ooh. Know just paid. I didn't get them, uh, but I know a lot of people got them early and like earlier than normal, I guess. Like, I mean, he's Hoss, but they paid I, up for him. Yeah. And I'm just worried about how bad this, I, I feel like nothing's, I don't, I, I don't ever, I never thought he could get like, I think both Kelsey's don't can never get hurt. I feel like they're just like made different. Explosive and always aggressive. They're not human. Oh man, this hyperextension and in, in, in a practice, I like. I feel like it might have been like a freak accident kind of thing, and that's the only thing that could really hurt him. But hopefully, it's just a hyperextension, and maybe he'll be able to still play. Even I think just his presence out there, you have to account for him if he's able just to run some routes, you know. But I, I don't. I'm I'm surprised because that 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 just snuck it like. You know, that just popped up. Well, you know, you touch on something very interesting that I thought about uh, when you were saying that. I, I, it makes me think about how, one, he's only the first, right? Like, we're about to hear a lot more after this Sunday, right? That yeah. There's going to be more injuries after this weekend. And so, in a sense, if you get guys injured on your fantasy team, folks, don't complain. Everybody else will join you here very soon yeah. at some point. So, like, these injuries are going to keep coming. This is only the beginning. Get ready. Buckle up. So, yeah. yeah. P, uh, what do you got going into week one? <laughs> oh, it's a theme here, but I'm going to take a different angle on it. It's this uh, Cardinals tanking and uh, what it's done to the, the fantasy options. I'm going to focus on basically the only two that I know are getting drafted anywhere in fantasy leagues, and that's uh, James Conner and Hollywood Brown. Uh, I just don't believe these guys are even playable uh, until further notice. I don't want to see anything with these third and fourth string quarterbacks. These guys have been there for one week at Washington. I know they're no juggernaut, but I'm still I'm, I'm not touching James Conner. This projection of 13 points is wild to me. They've got, you know, guys like uh, 
Stevenson, Sanders, Harris, Pacheco, uh, Akers, Walker. I, I, I'd take you know a ton of these guys above Connor. So if you've got Connor, maybe leave him on the bench for the foreseeable Ooh. future until you see something out of it. Same thing with Hollywood. We play in a lot of three wide leagues, and I think Hollywood's probably been drafted as a starter in a lot of these three three wide receiver leagues. You know, you play three wide and you have a flex. I like a bunch of the uh, the rookies, which they have projected lower than him. Addison, uh, even Johnston, maybe, you know, see what he can do. And I bet they're going to run out three wide. Zay Flowers, uh, they've got Elijah Moore ranked below him. There's just uh, not very much upside in my mind with uh, Josh Dobbs as starter. So bench these Cardinals until further notice. Yeah, and start anyone who faces the Cardinals all year. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. I would uh I would start Hollywood Brown because they're gonna be playing from behind and he's talented enough to win on his route. So I I think he's gonna be a, a lot of targets just you know playing garbage football and he has to throw to someone and uh, he's good enough. All right, cool, cool. Uh, I'll finish it up with mine, guys. Uh, my big surprise was this, this uh, last minute trade here that the Niners and Cowboys made. Uh, you know, they made trade love. They made, they had trade sex, as Gab would say. And so uh, the Cowboys got Trey Lance. Uh, and, and the reason why that's sort of a surprise to me, because it happened at such a, the last minute uh, and going into the season, the fact that Dak, you know, people are always already saying, you know, like, is this a prove it year for Dak? Does he have to do this? So it just makes me wonder if we get to week five, six, seven, and the boys aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. And they have this team. Uh, you tell me, Alan, do the Cowboy fans start saying, Hey, maybe we need to see what Lance can do. Man. I I feel like there, I feel like we got Trey Lance for two reasons. Well, I, and I, and then I want to know how it made you feel seeing him get traded to the Cowboys. Too. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> The first one, I think it's a Jerry Jones business move. Um, Dak is up for an extension. And without any kind of, like, Trey Lance gives the Cowboys, the front office, a little leverage when it comes to, you know, bargaining. And, you know, because if we didn't have but Cooper Rush back there, Dak has all the all the power. He has all the leverage. And so I think it was a, a strategic move to get him – to be able to have some type of leverage coming back if if Dak has a good season and wants max pay again or an extension, crazy an extension. So Sounds I think like that's insurance for for sure. Like just let business. That, that was a business move. And then um, two, like you know, he's it's it was a fourth it was a fourth round draft pick to get him, and so it's it's not like it's cost us a ton, um, and. Like the guy is very, very raw, very uh, unpolished, and maybe it, he can um, learn some some things under Dak, um, especially like his leadership. Um, and I think uh, maybe McCarthy kind of liked what like what Lance can do and what he can offer. Maybe like he sees him as a project moving forward. Um, I, the way Cowboy, the way Cowboys fans are, I. I I think that if Dak throws a couple of picks week one, they're going to be calling for him. <laughs> I'm just wondering if they get to like, you know, one and four, you know, right. Is it like whole motherfucker? Right, we're, we're done. We're done. We're out. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't see it happening. As long as uh, Parsons is healthy, I don't see him 
I, I don't know, man. I think uh, Parsons is going to go crazy this year. Um, I feel like the defense is going to keep us in the, the games no matter what. So I, that, that's – it's going to – like Dak would literally have to like – I'm hoping the play calling won't be as – I want it to be vanilla. I want it to be like – uh, option one, option two, take off running if it, they're not there. Like, I don't like this forcing and option four, check downs, changing all these. Like, Dak changed the play so much last year that it's like, dude, like, I, I don't know. It's almost like the defense were like, watch, he's going to change it to this play, and they already kind of knew, you know? I don't know. It, it's it, It'll be interesting to see. It's no Aaron Rodgers or Peyton Manning at the line, right? No. He doesn't have that nap. But they give him that freedom. They give them that freedom. Yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. it just doesn't make sense to me. No, I feel you. I hope that Trey Lance becomes the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys eventually. So that makes me think too. I think the 49ers, like, do they know that like oh he ain't gonna be anything? Trade him to the Cowboys. <laughs> well, no, no. I think it's more that uh, one, Sam Darnold already is already more experienced, right? And so uh I think Trey is still very young, and I think once they realized that they couldn't keep him if he was going to be the three men, it's almost just disrespectful. I mean, he was taken ahead of all these guys, and now these guys are all ahead of him. Now he's got to go to work every day with these guys and have to face. You know, it just yeah. it just clear, clear out the locker room a little bit. Just give him a fresh start. You know, it's not his fault. He's just young and just circumstances. He got injured. So yeah, makes sense. I'm all good with it. I hope he kicks ass still, you know, so we'll see. All right, Jets, anything else going into this week one before we get out of here? Uh, and we'll do some recapping. I know there'll be some crying next week and some cheering. <laughs> yeah, man, buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. It's all about, you know, skills. Half It's like poker, you know, skills only, you know, 60, 40, 60, 70 percent. And luck's the other 30 to 40% with these injuries. So when uh, preparation uh, meets opportunity, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jets, let's get out of here. Enjoy this football. I'm very excited. And uh, we're going to see if these players do what we think they're going to do. Right, guys? Let's go.